This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. A lot of people were blaming millennials because avocado toast came around. It was really Mm -hmm. popular for a while. And then all of a sudden there was this shortage, quote unquote, of avocados. Mm -hmm. Um, I still have a shortage of confidence in how to say it. It's avocado. Uh, that's not what you said last time. So you're well, just, how do you say it? Well, avocado. No, what? <laughs> that would start with an O. No, av- avocado. No, it's avocado. What? Am I saying it different every single yes, time? Yes, I think you are. Avocado. But it looks like uh, there's a surplus now. Yes. There is an oversupply of avocados to the point where there are articles on different ways that you can consume avocado because See, they're you're saying trying it different to get, again. No, you are. Now I'm insecure about it. See? Did you know that we would not have avocados if it weren't for sloths? Really? Mm-hmm. They, huh. like, help the production of avocados. Did you know that one of the main producers of avocados right now is the Mexican cartel? I did not know that. They got into the game. They realized the price point. Mm. They took over a couple farms started moving avocados illegally. So when you're eating it, you can feel like a bit of a badass. They were like, oh, we're seeing a lot of women named Becky (laughs) in Canada who love to smash up avocados. That used to be into the cocaine game (laughs) and now prefer avocado toast. I'm just reading here of all the different ways you can eat avocado. So hit us up with the way that you prefer it. Maybe it disgusts you. Maybe you hate it. I I thought I did until I tried. I mean, guac is amazing. Mm -hmm. But smashing it up, it changes the whole texture. I know that a lot of people think the texture is gross. Smash it up, add some garlic salt, and throw it on a piece of toast. It's so good. There's also avocado ice cream that a lot of people enjoy. You can smash it up and add it, whisk it into a dressing, and put that on your salad. There's avocado face masks. Okay, that's getting a little far. We can figure this out. What uh, What's your preference for avocados? Well, you guys are saying it all wrong. <gasps> How do you say it? Avocado. Avocados? Are you just, are you messing with us? You got to get your fresh avocados for some nice guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call. We appreciate that it. That is so funny. Bye. I love you guys. Bye. Much love. <laughs> uh, my mom has a rough time with foods that are popular in Mexico. She calls them tacos yeah, uh, and uh, quesadillas. <laughs> so I'm sure she'd mess up avocados, too. Uh, my favorite way to eat them, you open them up, get that pit out. Mm-hmm. Or into the nut. Okay, speaking of the nut, you can plant those and it'll grow more avocados. Whoa. We're learning so much today. Uh, but yeah, you so you pit it and then you scoop out a little bit just to make them like they're a bit more of a bowl. And you put in shrimp with cocktail sauce, like shrimp diced up with cocktail sauce, and then put that in the avocado and then just serve it with a spoon. So good. See, but that's where the texture bothers me. You can't just eat it straight up. It's got to be smushed. Who who agrees with me? Pull it out on the plate and smush it then. Okay. (laughs) It's time for Overrated, Underrated with Ryder and Lisa. Okay, mine's a bit of both uh, because underrated, a good pillow. There's nothing better than a good pillow that suits your sleeping style. But I'm going to go with overrated today, and it's too many pillows. What? What's wrong with having... Don't you want options? 
Like, it depends how you're feeling that day with what pillow. You have one specific pillow that you want to use at all times. Do you bring with it, it with you when yes. you're... Having sleepovers at friends. Sleepovers when you're going to a hotel room. Yeah, pack I, it. I don't have it, I pee the bed. Mm-hmm. No, I, like I get having a few options, maybe like four pillows on the bed max, but then all of a sudden you're putting pillows on top of those pillows, and then those pillows have to be moved before you can use your pillow. Okay, but look how silly a bedroom looks with just one pillow. It's missing something. It looks like it needs prison. volume. Yeah, it needs <laughs> <laughs> it needs dimension. It needs layers. Then can we normalize uh, like having a big basket to put all the pillows in when you take them off the bed? Why don't you just do that then? And then you look at a couch too now. There's no places to sit when you go to somebody's house. They That's got true. so many pillows. Yeah, I've seen a couple like that. That it's like, well. This is a pretty big couch, but only two of us fit. And then what do you do with the pillows, especially if you're at a guest's home? Do you pick them up and put them on the floor? Is that appropriate? It's kind of gross. You pick it up, and then you put it on your lap. Oh, that sounds comfy. See? It is comfy. We've just sent it a little too far when it comes to pillows. Now, I disagree. I think that the more pillows, the better. But I don't like the price of pillows. And I'm talking about decorative pillows mm. you go to home sense you try and get two pillows that match it's insane so why don't we come together and agree less pillows you're saving money i'm saving i don't know high blood pressure from looking at all the stupid pillows N- everywhere neck pain because you're <laughs> laying on four pillows yeah. when you sleep <laughs> talking about your celebrity encounters and if they went great or not so great uh, we got a text about wayne gretzky And that uh, it went pretty well. Yeah, so got some photos with Wayne in Vegas, but when it got to the point where there were too many photos, Wayne straight up was like, all right, that's enough. (laughs) Which I kind of like. That was from Zarina. She said uh, he had just finished his work with uh, the Coyotes at the time and was just drinking alone in Vegas. (laughs) That's so awesome. So he was cool for the first few pictures. Years ago... I was managing a store in Coquitlam Center, and uh, Jennifer Garner was shooting a film in my store. And she is exactly what you would imagine. Just a sweetheart? She's the nicest, sweetest, genuine, humble human being I've ever met. It's nice to see so, her living her best life right now after all of the publicity of Ben Affleck and J-Lo getting married. She's like going on hikes and baking and just living. Like gardening and like all the things. Yeah, no. And funny thing, that night because they film overnight, I actually found out I was pregnant that night and later I found out that the movie she was filming was Juno. Was what? Juno. Oh. No way. The movie about the young girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's always a little tie for me every time I think about, you know, when you find out you're pregnant, it was during the filming of that movie. Amazing. In your store. Yeah, in my store. Jason wrote in saying, I served Ray Liotta dinner at High Steak Loft years ago. Very nice guy. He's in that show we're watching right Blackbird. now. Blackbird. Blackbird. So good. He passed away during the filming of that show. Yeah, rest in Sadly. peace to Ray. It's nice to know that he was a very nice guy. Kathy says, Brett met Brett Michaels twice. He was very nice. Eh, I'm pretty sure you just met him once, and the second time it was me. Because <laughs> I look exactly <laughs> like Brett Michaels.
when I wear eyeliner. <laughs> and a bandana. Yeah, exactly. I actually uh, met Brett Michaels as well. I got to go into his like big motor home when he was on tour and interview him there. Cool. And then we played NHL on his PlayStation together. And did you beat him? Yeah, I think I did. Colin says, <laughs> I bumped a dart off rider at Hudson's in South Common like six years ago on a wing Wednesday. I guess you could say that went great. All right. I hope I didn't charge for it. it that'll be a dollar. Your story involves your boyfriend who dealt with this. Fire away. He went to a different part of the hotel to use the bathroom. And sure enough, uh, Andy Dick was in there. Cool. So the one guy was like, oh, hey, what's going on, Andy Dick? And if you know anything about Andy Dick, <laughs> you know, he can be pretty uh, different. So he turns around and he starts peeing everywhere. And, like, the guy freaks out. And then the other guy and him, my boyfriend, look, and it's like, oh, shit. Andy Dick's walking towards them, everything hanging out, still peeing. And so the what? one guy, like, yeah, runs into the stall, and my boyfriend tries to run after him, but the guy locks him out. And so he's, like, banging on, like, let me in, let me in. And Andy Dick's still doing his drunken walk towards him with this thingy hanging out. So my boyfriend has, like, two options. So he goes with that option number two, and he boots Andy Dick in the chest, knocking him back, and he runs out of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my God. On his pee. <laughs> What was and the so last part? So, sorry, sorry. What was the last part you said about the pee? He slipped on it. So oh. He like crashed out, and then he like ran out, and then he waited for like five minutes because he was so pissed off because he was just gonna beat him up. And then his buddies talked him down. And then the next day they like, "Are you sure that was Andy Dick?" And sure enough, in the newspaper, he was uh, he was kicked out of the uh, the party because he was just being Andy Dick and right. being Far too intoxicated, so. doing things like trying to pee on people in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so and coming after them. Wow, that story <laughs> is epic. Yeah, that was his 48 hours in Vegas that he ever went to. He hasn't gone back since. He's <laughs> a Anytime he hears about Andy Dick, though, he's like, I hate that guy. What do you got for us? I worked on uh, Lord of War. It was shot in Cape Town with Nicolas Cage. The biggest asshole known to man. No way. How did you see it? What do you mean? What, what, you, what? you said he has the biggest asshole known to man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Us <laughs> have had dates that uh, went a little awry. Mm-hmm. We haven't dove in on this too much over the years that we've done Weird Day Wednesday. Uh, yeah, no. I, I have had some strange dates. Mm-hmm, me too. Uh, one was when I was in Poland and I was kissing a girl who didn't speak English um, in the entrance of a, a bar. And then her boyfriend's best friend walked in. I didn't know she had a boyfriend. Well, first of all, it's just disrespectful to make out in the entrance of a bar. Like, get out of the way. Go find a corner. No, it was like a slow, it was like a pub. It was like a... Okay. It wasn't busy. You're like leaning up against the ATM machine. You got it. It was pretty cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. But anyway, uh, he just looked at me, her boyfriend's best friend. Again, I didn't know she had a boyfriend. And he just goes, "Uh (gasps) uh-oh. He went and got his boys, and they all started rolling over to the pub. The bar owner in Poland handed me a baseball bat. (gasps) Like, good luck. It had dents and blood stains on it. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Anyway, uh, luckily I had had enough people around me to, who spoke Polish Mm -hmm. to tone down the situation. But that was a pretty strange date. We got uh, a text in saying, my first date with my husband, he forgot his wallet. (laughs) 
<laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that sucks so much. Now, in this day and age, that's not even an excuse you can have anymore. You should have it on your like your Apple wallet or whatever. Yeah, your right? phone. Yeah, your phone should have a card on it. <laughs> they went on to say, but we fell in love and got married, so it's a happy ending. But it was pretty funny when he tried to pay for our drinks with what he calls power coins, so quarters, loonies, and toonies. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> this is a very questionable first time texter. I totally get why you wouldn't sign your name at the end of this one. After a Tinder date. He opened his closet and took out a bag of diapers and put one on and asked if I would wear one for us to cuddle. Yeah, that guy needs some therapy. That is weird. Super strange. Very, very strange. But that's what we're asking for. It's Weird Date Wednesday. Hit us up with your weird date stories. 780-784-7107. You went to the Body World exhibit at the TELUS World of Science. Uh, What happened from there? She's asking me all kinds of questions about the body, and some of them I'm like, man, most people should know that about anatomy. Uh, and then we get to a brain, and she looks at me, and her exact words were, is that where all our pain is stored? <laughs> what? <laughs> and, and so I spend about the next minute as simply as I could, trying to explain how pain is electrical signals. And she just looked at me as if I was, as if she was a four-year-old and I was explaining astrophysics. This text from Heather says, I got asked out by a friend's brother and his dad just drove us to the grocery store then back home. It was extremely uncomfortable. Sweet date. <laughs> like if he maybe used those groceries to then make her dinner, oh. that could be cute. But if I not, it was that's... just for like a grocery trip for like the family. Like just going to get some bubblies. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us? Okay, so I had been like talking to this guy for like a month or so, and then we decided to go for a first date. And so he picked me up because I didn't have my license at the time. I think I was like 18. And he picks me up, we go to the movie, and when we get there, he's like, yeah, you can pay for the din- for the movie and popcorn because I have to pick you up and take you home. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like so stunned. I was like, okay, sure. I mean, I'm happy to go like half, but like, sure, I'll pay for it all. I'm going to start using that. Uh, I drove, so you have to pay for the $100 <laughs> meal. <laughs> Now whoever drove is getting shafted, though. Yeah, true, true. (laughs) Awesome, thank you. We appreciate the call. Yeah, of course. So I'm talking with this guy for a couple of weeks. He seems really nice. We agree to meet at Boston Pizza. Um, I show up, and he's at the table, and this older gentleman is sitting with him. I went and sat down, and he said, this is my dad. And I said, okay. Um, I didn't realize that it was going to be like a... Bring dad on date. Family Um, night. Yeah. (laughs) So he said, um, I was talking with my dad and uh, my dad kind of likes you. So we were thinking that maybe we could do a whole group thing together. No. 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 Uh, And he said, this could possibly work. You're (laughs) the perfect age. You're between me and my dad and... We both like you, and we're, you know, we're comfortable with each other. And I'm... You're like, I don't even know your dad. What do you mean he likes me? <laughs> wow, that is super strange. Were they also, like, sharing a Boston brute? I don't know. <laughs> they were sitting close they, to each other. Yeah, they just love sharing. 
Yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, I just simply got up and I said, this is not for me. Uh, good luck with, with whatever you guys are, are doing. Um, and I just left. I don't know if that's I, ever worked for them. I don't know. You should reach out and ask. Hey. Finding <laughs> <laughs> an update on your I life. Still, I think I still have his phone number. I mean, I you know, hey. Uh, do you remember? Uh, <laughs> you were talking a little earlier on the show this morning during Tell Me Something Good about how there's this new invention of shoes that disintegrate eventually. Mm-hmm. And like with boiling water, they'll just go They'll away. just disappear and they're not harmful in water. Yeah. I had uh, a shoe disappear in water recently. Well, it was a slip. One of my uh, One of my slips. I was trying to go and get a lure unstuck from below a rock. In the water. And you didn't think to take off your flip-flops when something was stuck in the water. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my my shoe got stuck in there, in the muck, and I pulled it out and uh, nothing, nothing came. My foot came out. It stayed in there. So and those I, were good shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up spending like 45 minutes with snorkel gear <laughs> trying to find it. I couldn't find it. So then as I'm leaving, I decide to do something that I was, I read about once that Mahatma Gandhi did. When he was on a train, he was jumping onto the train and he lost one of his shoes. And he immediately took off his other shoe and threw it out. And one of the other passengers was like, what are you doing? Like he threw it off the train. Yep. And he said, well, if somebody finds my one shoe, it's no good to them. But if they find the pair, they have a new set of shoes. And so I think that I'm being like this inspirational person that I knew this story that for some reason it resonated with me when I read it. And so I take off my other slip and I throw it into the water thinking it'll sink and end up somewhere near it. And maybe someday somebody finds a new pair of slips. It floated. (laughs) It wasn't stuck in the mud. Right. My one was stuck in the mud. just littered. You just threw plastic in the water. So I had to get back into my swim gear and (laughs) swim out and go and get my one shoe because I didn't want to litter in this lake. At least you tried. Like, you were trying so hard to be a good person. Yeah, it just never works for me. No. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.